44, baby. 44. Hey, fat fish heads. It's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms. Fat fish. Love this guy. Love this guy. And strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas. Now, lap your fins for the fabulous Fat Fish Brothers, Eric Fish Snyder and Brad Grunny Grunberg, a.k.a. Snacks. <laughs> You're always throwing something new at me. Uh, well, you deserve it, buddy. You deserve it. How are you? We're uh, we're at number. Okay, think about this for a second. You're sitting down. Good. I'm sitting down. For this is our forty fourth episode of Fat Fish Podcast. Forty four. Think about that for a second. Unbelievable. When did we start again? March seventh. Um, on February twenty fourth. Right around the first of March. So we're heading towards. Which would be around 52. We took a couple of weeks off. We've done stuff, yeah, yeah. working. Yeah. Unbelievable. So it's been, it's been a great ride, buddy. I love it. Oh. We've just begun, baby. Sure has, man. So yeah. a lot of fun. We, I, I want to focus on family. I got emails. You know, Brad talks about his grandparents and his family. So I got some pictures of you and your family and your sister and brother. And and the picture you sent me, and we'll, we'll go through that in a little bit but first i want to get to this okay i want to get to this because this is important for all our viewers people love our sports talk because you know the nba because you know the nba i know the nfl and this weekend i'm going to put this uh meme up and let's predict this is wild card weekend starting tomorrow so here's the games uh brad we can stick Uh our heads in there you can stick your head to the right and we'll go to the games you let me know if you if you care about it or what. I have my thoughts, but the first game on Saturday, yeah, is the Cleveland Browns and Houston and the Houston Texans. Just a great matchup. Uh, Joe Flacco, the rookie C.J. Stroud. What do you like? Gotta love Houston. They're on a roll. They're that you know they, it's all about momentum. And gosh, Houston has really shown me something. I'm gonna go with the Houston uh, uh, Texans. Yeah, well, Flacco's a great story. He's on his couch four weeks ago. Then this old guy, thirty-nine. Oh. I don't know why I think of Flacco and I think about Falco, Keanu Reeves' character in the replacements. But oh, uh, yeah, I'm going the other way. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Browns, and we'll tally this up. And whoever loses has to buy fast food for the other guy. So you better hope I lose. Yeah, you say fast food. Up the Christmas tree. You said fast food. Don't say that. Yeah. That gets so, me going, baby. Yeah, well, I, I, whatever you want, buddy. Like, we'll, we'll go out to dinner. Like, you might be in town for the Final Four in April, so that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I uh, look, I love the Final Four. Oh, it's so great. That, you know you know that one song they play at the end? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's that song? Um, I, yeah, and they show all the – they go through the entire tournament. One shiny yeah. moment. One shiny moment. Uh, and that's yeah. Luther Vandross, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. That's a great okay. song. Here's what we call a dichotomy. And we got two games at this. Kansas City, Missouri, this Saturday night. This will be the fifth coldest game in NFL history. It's minus 30 degrees. And those poor schmucks from Miami got to go down there. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs. Wow, that's a, that's interesting. Um, I think the Chiefs have the experience, okay? Well, uh, Miami hasn't been playing well the last couple of weeks. Remember, momentum, that's what I say. So I, I like the Chiefs, too. 
I do. And they're at home, and uh, Taylor Swift will be in the house, baby. I love her. She's great. I love her. God, you don't like you don't like her. Love, no, love her. Great person. I, I, I think she's a great. She's a great human being. Yes. I don't, I I know her song, but people I don't know who Taylor Swift is, and I hear her song. Oh, it's Taylor Swift. But it's the kind of person she is. Um, he helps. She does things like Adam Sandler. The same thing. Quiet. <laughs> they don't talk about what they do to help people, and they spread it out. They're so successful. They have more money than God. But you never know if you put them in a lineup. They're just sweet people that uh, you know. They love sure. love humanity. They, they know. They know. They get it. You know. They get what life's all about. Um, but I like. Uh, yeah. I'll, you see, baby. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. So then we'll go to the Sunday games. The bottom one of the, the icons right there is old school blue collar Pittsburgh Steelers at Buffalo Bills. Listen to this. Snow flurries up to ten feet. And 60-mile-an-hour winds, it's like watching Green Bay when, when you and Dad Jerry were sitting there in the early 70s with Bart Starr and Vince Lombardi, you know. <laughs> and uh, I got I Look, this is going to kill my wife because she's a big Steeler fan. But I got Buffalo so hot. They won five in a row. I got to go with Josh Allen and the Bills. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you something right now. Bills will be in the Super Bowl. Mark okay, my word. Well, they're we're on Josh Look, wanna, wanna, we'll save our Super Bowl predictions until yeah, just probably you, next week. Like you said, they won five in a row. They're on a roll, and Josh Allen has a lot to prove. Sure, he really does. Sure. He really does. And they're at home too. And you know, it's. I don't think Pittsburgh's got what it takes. Yeah. Buffalo all the way, baby. The Bills, Mafia. Bill, was it Mafia? Bills the mafia. Bills Mafia. I don't get that. You know, I, I don't, don't understand don't, that either. You know, you, you would think it'd be the Jets or Giants Mafia because New York, the Jersey and stuff like that. What what kind of mafia is in Buffalo? What do you do? They, they, they smuggle know. chicken wings into the stadium? I don't know what the fuck they do. Did you say chicken wings? Oh, uh, well, you better hope I lose these games. So basically, <laughs> basically, we've agreed on two. So I'll, I'll go the other way. I want just to, to make it fun for our listeners and our viewers. Okay. To see what we do. So who buys who, what food, when and where. Green Bay and Dallas. Um, wow. Da Green Bay is the youngest team in the NFL. They average 25 years. Jordan Love, last six games, 18 touchdowns, one pick. Dallas, Dak Prescott having a great game. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going with the Packers. Wow. Uh, no, uh, I, I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Dax is, uh, you know, he had that terrible injury a couple of years ago They're in Dallas. They have a lot to prove. And you know, Green Bay, Dallas. Oh, my God, the rivalry there. But I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys, baby. And by the way, I'm going to win a lot of these uh, predictions. You better, you might have to get a second job. <laughs> right? You might have to get a second job just to pay for my, uh, my meal. Now, I'll take it to an all-you-can-eat buffet they have over for $19.99. Then they'll 86 us after we get there when they see you clean them out. Um, Ram, here's a great one. Here, yeah. Here's what we call drama. You are a famed actor, 120, soon to be many more acting performances. You're going to take a slice out of Hollywood this year, right? Rams <laughs> in Detroit. Who was the old Detroit quarterback? Matthew Stafford plays with the Rams. And you know this, Brad. And the old Ram quarterback, Jerry Goff, plays with the Lions. This is a most intriguing game of the six matchups we have. I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm, I'm going with my hometown. You know, it's it's interesting. I I, I think I got to go with you. I, I, I think I'm going to go with the Rams, too. 
but I, I have to say Detroit has made it this far. It's unbelievable. I mean, you know, they're always the laughing stock of the bunch, you know, but it's going to be a great game with the quarterback switching teams, all that good stuff. But I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with you. Okay. You know, so we, we, we giggles. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take Detroit. How's that? We're both fine. That, that, that means that we're, we're, we'll, we'll wrap it up when we get done with Philadelphia and Tampa, but we'll, yeah. right now we're, we're picking against each other on three games. That's perfect. Here we okay. go. Monday uh -huh. night, Monday night football is Philadelphia, Tampa. Philly was 10 and one. They've lost five of their last six games. And you got Tampa. Baker Mayfield's had a, uh, he's, he's just, he's, he's revisited Jesus. This is amazing how great this guy's playing. I, I, you got to go first. I'm tossed up about this game. Uh, Baker Mayfield is amazing. He, he has a lot to prove, but I gotta go. One of my, one of my dear friends lives in Vegas, Lisa Vickery. She is a huge, huge you know, you met her at, uh, at your restaurant. She came in for a couple of oysters on the shell. Uh, she's the sweetest girl. Uh, she's a huge Philly fan and I'm going to go with the Phillies. I'm going to go with, uh, excuse me. Pittsburgh uh, Eagles, Pittsburgh. Philadelphia Eagles. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about lunch. I'm thinking about. <laughs> I know. I know you're going to say that. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles to beat Tampa Bay. That's it. I, I think Philly. They listen. They got a lot to prove. Oh, after last year, oy, oy vey, you know. So I'm going Philly too. So yeah. we we back. We, we so you got. Texans, I have the Browns. You have Dallas, Brad. I have Green Bay. You, I have the Rams. You have Detroit. So that's that's archived. So we'll that's see. Right. We'll see how we do, and then we'll we'll tally it up. All right. Before we get into some good stuff about family and our, what we're doing and slices of life, I'm. We had Steve Haberman on last week. Before we get to another thing, I want to bring up, and I read that script that he wrote. I don't read scripts twice. I don't have that much time. Um, Get that done this year, Brad. That, that is going to be phenomenal. And if you have a spot for me in there. Okay, here's the story with you. I'm going to tell you how it's going to go. I know you know some people in high places. So you're going to help us, you know, raise some of the money for this movie. And I'm playing the guy in the pizza parlor. And I have a sidekick. That's you, sir. That is you. So you don't have to ask anymore. Is there a part for me? What am I going to play? We got something for you. We got, we want you in the movie. Steve Haberman and I talked after the podcast last week, number 43. And he said, I really, I love Fish. He's great. I go, he's a character. He just has to play himself. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, hey, look who's back. Jesse. Is Jesse What's ever up, Eric? I was in show? Vegas going to the restaurant, had to go to Phoenix, but I'll see you saying, yeah, I'm going to get him on our show. That guy, he, I love him. <laughs> He, he he's cool. We will get him on the show. All right. So we got slices. We got something happened this week that I need you to chime in on because it hasn't happened. When you lose, I I consider Steve Kerr and I. Imagine Steve Kerr, Phil Jackson, and Red Auerbach of the Celtics all retiring within 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. You had Pete Carroll out in Seattle, Bill Belichick, argue what you want. Uh, one of the best coaches in the history of the NFL and the best coach in the history of college football wins wise, Nick Saban. I like it when you say people should retire. They, and, and they did it right. They, 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 they just, and I know Belichick might want to coach again, 
But let these guys ride into the sunset. 938 wins between the three of them. Uh, Belichick will be, he will continue to coach. I think he's going to be with the Chargers. That's my really, yeah. I think he's going to, he's going to step in there and he's going to do some great things. Um, what a, I mean, what a career. I mean, come on, Bill Belichick. And he's so like humbly, you know, he doesn't get excited, you know, in the post game, uh, you know, uh, interviews, he's, he's so like, not, I mean, he's like, you just won, you just won your sixth. Uh, NFL championship. How do you feel? Are you going to Disneyland? Uh, I'm just going to have uh, dinner with my wife and uh, I'm going to, yeah. Uh, next question. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's just so, you know, he downplays everything, which is nice. He's humble. Um, do you know what? Wait, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Do you know his energy like you do? Pete Carroll, who we know from SC, the SC days yeah. in LA, he's got so much energy for almost 73. I think he still wants to coach also. Sure. And but just there's so many coaching vacancies, and we could take a whole podcast. That's not what we're about. Yeah. But keep an eye, all you NFL fans. See who's feeding who next week. And right. you've got the picks in. Um, yeah, Pete Carroll asked about this uh, NBA. Yeah, um, no, but he could come back to uh, the NFL and and coach the Chargers too. That would be a great story, right? Right. Uh, and then Nick Saban. There's nothing you can say. What, what do you say about the guy? Legend. He's the greatest. <laughs> 211 and 29. Oh. Imagine that. That's like a 90%. He just wins and he did it right. He never had any probations and um and also that his his players graduate and go on to bigger and better things, right? Right. Jesse, he wants on the show, man. I love it. Can't wait to meet you, Jess. Patrick Dennis is married to a woman named Tana, right? They 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 are the they they're the real life Barbie and Ken. Their kids are these are dark-haired people. Patrick's a great Boston sports friend of mine. And there's kids. They're dark-haired, dark-eyed, and they have blonde, blue-eyed kids. Wow. You tell me that something's not going on with the uh, <laughs> with the gene pool. I love this guy. I haven't seen him in a long time. Thanks for watching the show, Patrick. Uh, that's Brad Grumberg. He, Hi, he'll, Patrick. Uh, you, I know buddy? you need some roofing done. Don't have him do it. Ask Larry David how that worked out. <laughs> Yeah, I went up there, you know, and, uh, you know, things uh, kind of went uh, sideways. Right. But uh, I love, uh, listen, I, I want to reach, I, I have something to tell all of our listeners and our viewers. Thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Every week we, uh, we you know, we grow the, uh, the Fat Fish uh, family. And uh, I just want to thank uh, all of our uh, listeners and all of our watchers that uh, support us. Thank you. We're trying. We're trying to get, we're, you know, like any other podcast, and there's four million, we're trying to get monetized. And your loyalty and Jesse, I know Jesse's so big in the restaurant business. He, hey, Jesse, you want to meet this guy? Okay. You're the perfect guy. If you want to do a taste tester or something like that, <laughs> when you come no. to Vegas, I'll get him up here. All right. Okay. You start cooking some of your barbecue for this guy. He, 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 you know, you remember in the scene in, in, in the original Willy Walk in the Chocolate Factory when the girl ate something and she blew up? Right, right, right. That's me. That's me. Uh, by the way, did you say barbecue? Okay, I'm sorry. Welcome. Oh, there we yeah. go. Um, kind of the theme today, because I'm we get nostalgic and people text you, you know, Fish, you talk about yourself younger and being good looking and you this and that, and you're probably full of shit. And Brad talks about his nanny all the time. And I know he's got a brother and sister and family. You, I put Jared. So I want to do you first and kind of show a couple of pictures your brother and sister, if you're cool with that. Then you got one of your grandparents. And tell me, 
and then one of your nanny and your nanny looks like every great nanny that any of us that's watching or listening's ever had and i want you to tell when we get done with it you go through the pictures we want to finish with your nanny talk about the influence she was on her life because we talked about it before but it shaped you let's look at this picture who's that that's uh, <laughs> me and my sister tiff and that's us when we went to that kind of the brady bunch remember when they went to hawaii remember and yeah. Greg uh, had that uh, that Vincent Price, remember that thing? What was it? The taboo, the taboo thing. Yeah. Sure. Brown in the ocean. Uh, yeah, this was our uh, trip to Hawaii, Kahala Hilton in Honolulu. And we went for puka, puka shells. We bought our Look at those faces, you know? Yeah. I don't know. God, I was so good looking. I, I've never met anyone in your family. I'd like to. I may want to keep me away from them. That's but that, I that's for a I'm reason. I'm amazed at, at I, I met your sister's son when we were putting the trying to put together a project. He was a production assistant on it and just a, the, the, the salt yeah, of the earth. But your sister has done a transformation through social media of weight loss and she looks terrific. And and yeah, just a great well. person. She is a great person, big heart, and she really wants to help others with her uh with you know uh with her exercise and and her diet and all that good stuff and uh, yeah i love her she's wonderful and that that's a great picture who doesn't love puka shells no exactly i mean especially where we're from right got him can you put that picture back up oh well i want to get to that but yeah look at, look at the puka shells in the background look at me i'm a good looking guy what happened to me all right yeah. you look great you still look, oh. look the same the only thing is that the hairline's a little bit receding but i yeah, mean that's you true. know what if we gave you those bangs you could be a fat looking davy jones from the monkeys <laughs> <laughs> like davy jones where's davy. mickey dolans and peter torque and michael nesmith <laughs> the monkeys let's, let's, let's move on okay. uh, who is this i just i just teased it who is that this is this is my grandpa my mom's father i was named after him my middle name is herman Herman Klein and uh, my grandma always says you're 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 a lot like your grandpa. I never met him. He passed away two years before I was born. A wonderful guy, hardworking. I mean, the life of the party. Funny, fun, great uh, husband and a great father. And we 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 lost him in his fifties. Unbelievable, just terrible. I, I talk about him all the time because I'm uh, I'm Herman Munster, Bradley Herman Grunberg. That's me. Right he now. looks like a fun guy. Look at that picture. Oh. He looks like a fun guy. Like a jack kind of guy that when you had, we weren't around him, but I'm sure you've heard stories from your, you know, about, he's the kind of guy that was a light of the, that lit up the room, didn't he? Oh my gosh. No question about it. Everybody loved Herman. <coughs> Herman he sold liquor. He, uh, he just did so much in his, in, his, in the, in the short life that he had, but, uh, he was a wonderful guy. And I wish, I, I think, you know, I never got to meet him. He never got to pick me up as a little baby, but you know, I know he's inside me, you know, because my parents named me after him. And uh, just the, uh, and that's my mom. Look at my mom. She's a looker. What the hell? Beautiful, happened? beautiful wow. lady. So it's great now for how old is she? Yeah, 86? 82. Oh, my mom looks great. How did, how did my dad get my mom? That's unbelievable. He told the same me. Way you, I've seen you get some good looking women. You know what it is? I don't know. The Grumberg, the Grumberg part of that lineage has a great gift of gab and big hearts. Cause I'm gonna go your route. Gonna, Cause I've seen you when we went to the gym, the schmeckle in the package ain't selling shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I guess my personality gets to the ladies. I absolutely. Well, yeah, women aren't about looks. They they're more for personalities and making them laugh. I learned that by reading all kinds of books on women. Because how come I can't get women? Because I'm an idiot. You're not an idiot. <laughs> women like that big guy that you always know is going to make sure she's fed. <laughs> a girl, girl's never going to starve with you. Never. Yeah. No, John Candy was my favorite actor. As you know, I've talked about him many times. Funny, great, dramatic actor too. But everybody loved John Candy. You know, the sure. lovable loser, but a you know big guy that can uh, make you laugh. And well, this is the, talk about this lady because off camera I've oh. we've become very close in the okay. last, you know, almost a year doing this. And I always say, you're always jocular, which means you're always happy-go-lucky. Talk about the influence this lady had on your life. Oh, that's my nanny. That's Helen, Nanny Klein. She lived in <coughs> 90. She was my best friend. Of course, I was her favorite. But it wasn't that I was trying to be her favorite. I was just me. And I loved my grandma. And I, I, I oh, she did things with me. I, like there's a picture of me and the Tropicana girls in their bikini. We have that on, yeah. well, you, I've shown that. And uh, I had a, I had to uh, bribe her to do that. And I had to do it twice because when I first did it, all the pictures were overexposed. So I had to take her to Ruben's prime rib twice. <laughs> and she loved it because 1595 prime rib, warm bread, dessert, salad and soup. Oh, she went crazy. It, and she loved the food, but it was, you know, and then you know what she told me at the end. How much did you tip? I go, Nanny, I, I, I yeah. She always was worried I gave the, the waiter or the waitress too much. So I always told her what she wanted to hear. Oh, Nanny, I was just getting five bucks. Okay, good. The service wasn't that great, you know. So, but she was my the light of my life. And uh, I think you have one more. The next picture is. I don't have that. It wouldn't download. We'll wait for next week. We're going to do some more. Uh, oh, okay, the picture of me and my grandma, and uh, I'll get it for a future show. Uh, we're wearing uh, jerseys, baseball jerseys from the Eager Beaver. Uh, Demi Moore uh, from the movie Striptease, 1996. And this is a great story. So I took my grandma to my first premiere, and uh, I got to keep the uh, jerseys after uh, uh, the movie wrapped. So I put one on her and one on me, and we walked into the premiere, and people were going crazy. They're going, no way. My grandma did anything I asked her to do because we had so much fun. And interesting, um, the premiere was in June, and we had a great time, and then she passed away in August that a couple months later. But here's the great thing. I got to do everything with her one more time. Everything we love to do, Every place I took her, her hair, um, Andre Spaghetti on Third Street. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Place. That was her favorite place because you didn't have to tip. And it was cafeteria style. And she loved the spaghetti. And she'd always make the person behind the, uh, uh, you know, the people that worked behind the counter, always made them go and get fresh gravy. You know, the, the, uh, um, uh, the spaghetti sauce had she had to go they had to go in the back to get fresh gravy because the gravy that they had out there wasn't good enough for nanny they had to go back and, and of course i every, every time we paid and uh, and and she i always let her go in front of me to find a table i'd always put in about a, you know a 10 or a 20 you know for the for the for the crew so but she never saw that thank god you know? what what life lesson did nanny klein give you that you think shapes your personality the most? 
Well, a couple of things she told me, and I didn't listen to her. Put away for a rainy day. Don't be a drunken sailor with your money, okay? Uh, I'm not a drunken sailor, but I eat a lot. So I guess maybe that's the same. Um, she said, no, you're, oh, she always told me, you're too much like your grandfather. You're too much of a goody goody. You know, you you gotta not be so good because no good deed goes unpunished. And I have learned that last year more than ever. I have nice. stopped that. Yeah, I've, no, really, I, I I have stopped that. And she always said, and on her, I oh, I got to uh, design her, uh, her her tombstone, and I put on there, you should only zeigesund because that's what she said to people that she loved every day and that means that's yiddish for you should only live and be well i learned so much from her and i i and she's with me every day good um we have some breaking news um look at i'll read that my book will be out in 60 days from jesse hearns and i want your show to be the first interview for my book which is called quote no more silence not the truth shall be revealed and then he says the movie will come out soon after Look at this one. The book is going to blow up your rating and followers overnight. We're in. We're, We're in, in, Jesse. If the movie has a role for Brad, and you're, I know you're big in the restaurant business, that's the guy. Get, get him in something. Look yeah. at him. Go on IDMB. Look at that face. I mean, there's a perfect face for a restaurant movie. And this, this guy's life is incredible. Jesse Hearns, Tommy right. Hitman's brother, at one time, I, when we were going to have him on, but he's so busy was was uh given an award as one of the top 10 black businessmen in america oh god and i love, that. I love, I love that. this man he's a he's a brother to me so on that hey you're in you're in let me go to let me go some pictures of me and my yeah, family talk about I, I i have uh you know i got a couple of memes i'll go over uh i get a little this yeah. one that's marv that's my dad He's a lifeguard at Santa Monica Beach. Look at that face, and you know, you you uh you know you know him from the. Let him more stories, but oh my um, god, he loved it. He loved the beach like you. Yeah, well, I'm very fortunate. I have him, but my mom and him got divorced when I was young, and then my mom married a man named Neil. So you don't have two dads. You have a dad and a guy you call pops, and pops is still with us. Eighty nine, uh, the most learned, fun guy to be around. So I had two really, I'm, I'm lucky. I had this guy until I was 48 that, you know, I think I look like a little bit. I'm not as handsome as he is, but look at that guy. Very, that very, what? Wow. Look at that Very tan. fun to be around. Look at this. This and this is a party for me when I was going to the University of Texas. These are my set of grandparents. That's my brother Bobby in the back that you're going to meet. That's, oh, look at me with oh, that right. afro. All right. That's uh, Nanny Rose, Nanny Seal, Poppy Lenny, and Poppy Joe. Look at that. Look at the look at my pop look at my Poppy Lenny shirt. <laughs> look at Poppy Lenny's eyebrows. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god, Poppy. Look at those eyebrows. Woo. Are those bushy? Yeah. Look at that ah, I miss family. them. Wait a so minute. So I got a couple more. Wait, 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 you know, I, I don't have you? all my wait, family here, but picture. check this out. No, wait. Go ahead. That's you? That's Ooh, that's my that's Joe and Seal. That was that's their 50th wedding anniversary. It's my brother Bobby, my brother Johnny, my sister Jamie, who wants to meet you. That's my dad and my stepmom Marsha. Look at me though. Look at, like, look, look at the hair. Look. 
1982, brother. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of hair, man. Yeah, just great. Does, Them, the, does the carpet match the drapes? Well, no, no shit. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Matchmaker, Jesus. matchmaker, make me a match. You know, uh, we got a couple more. Um, so this is me. <laughs> this is 1977 sitting at a pool. I think it was the one by Pan Pacific Park in LA. Remember that pool they had? They filmed Sandlot there. All right. Oh, yeah, sure. Look at that. Oh, my God. Look at that skinny guy there. Wow. Uh, those look are the days. You. you look great. You look the same. Then I went from that idiot. Look at my prom picture. Now, if you look at my hair in this prom picture, yeah. there are rumors that spiders mated and had babies and eggs in this. Look at that hair. <laughs> You're like Epstein from uh, Welcome Back to <laughs> <Hollywood. laughs> Look at that. Wow. Hey. Where did you oh. get that fro? Look at you. And this is me not long ago. This is me about eight years ago, nine years ago. This is what I do when I get excited when the, something happens. This, I'm a, I consider myself a pretty good dancer. Check that out. That's me at the bar. I'm on, I'm on the bar dancing at Montana Meat Company, which is a sister store of Chuck's. Oh, wow. That's Look at that outfit. Was it, wait, was it, was that a special occasion? Or like a cowboy you night. You know, we did a cowboy right. night. That's got to be. Wow. What's today? Twenty? It's like 2012 or 13. I've aged in the last 10 years, but uh you look great, man. Thanks, you man. got a tan Thank like Marv. Look at that tan on you. Yep. So that's our some of our family pictures. And let's see what some we got more comments. I want you, Brad, in the what? movie. I'll find you a part. Please inbox me your number. There you go. Uh, Fuck Jesse. your agent. I want to be your agent, you prick. Jay <laughs> you got it, Jesse. Jesse, we want you on the show. We want to promote the book. The movie, man, you're a great guy. John Thank Travolta. You. Are you referring to Brad as John Travolta or me? <laughs> oh, that's right. We showed something last no, week. No, I, I look like John Travolta, the old one, and Brad looks like yeah. John Travolta as Santa Claus in a new <laughs> John Travolta the later years. Yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> Check oh. this out. I want to I want to start a segment here. I, we were unscripted. Brad has zero ideas what I'm gonna do. Like last week. When we have the great Steve Haberman on. I said, Steve, if, if you want to cast Brad, check him dancing like Don Travolta back in, however, 1983. We put a picture of Brad in a, in a commercial dancing. So I want to do a, I want to do what's an endangered species thing. Go, go. We love animals. You love your dog, Annie. I love Molly. Check yeah. this one out. Okay, I'm going to read it. Uh, okay. um, this is called a caraco. Often seen as the most useless bird on the planet, the cocopo can fly and can barely walk. To attract males, females, the male will dig a hole and sit in it, shouting loudly at any female passing by. Rarely does it work, so it waddles and abominate. You can't read it. So it waddles by a rock and humps it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's me. That's, that was <laughs> That's how I pick up girls. <laughs> I sit in a hole. <laughs> So attract females, Brad Grunberg will dig a hole, sit in it, shout loudly, feed me, at any female passing by. When this doesn't work, he waddles to the nearest rock and humps it. Your nanny be proud of that, you prick. Oh, God. Or, or the nearest uh, Chick-fil-A or right. McDonald's. Nearest Chick-fil-A. God. So. Um, That's funny. Good one, man. What's going on with you? Let, let, people want to. Uh, I'm going by. We're, we're, we're going, you know, by what I said. People, is Brad, are you getting any work besides Jesse going to put you in the uh, film? I, uh, 
Yeah, I'm waiting for Jesse's movie to come out. Yeah, or casting for that. Uh, no, I, it's been tough. You know, it's going to take a while for the business to uh, uh, correct itself. You know, um, you know, they don't know what shows they're going to uh, pick up. That's all being determined now. It, you know, I'm just telling you, you know, this strike, they could have ended it day one, but they waited. They lost millions and millions and millions of dollars. And a lot of my, you know, my brothers and sisters, actors and writers, uh, they lost a lot. They lost homes. They lost cars. And that's what Bob Iger, the head of Disney, said he wanted to do, bring the actors and writers to their knees. What kind of a human being says stuff like that, you know? Um, but, you know. Uh, what are you doing? I, I, me, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of projects that I'm uh, selling. Or we, my writing partner and I, Sean White, we wrote a couple of scripts. We have a couple of great ideas, reality shows. We have, and then Steve Haberman has Slices, a low-budget horror film, which you really liked. It's a great, great movie. It's going to be hilarious, and it's going to be scary. And I'm uh, just trying to get back on my feet. That's really what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I'm a positive person every day. I live by, this is how I live my life. Positivity and love. That's it. And if you don't have those qualities, E-X-I-T, goodbye. And I got rid of a lot of people. You made the cut, Fish. You made the cut. Oh. <laughs> um, but that's what I'm doing. I'm just, I did one gig. I did a, a great looping job um, on Curb Your Enthusiasm because of uh, Jeff Schaefer, uh, Larry David's right-hand guy, uh, unbelievable director, and uh, Joanne Leeds. Uh, she's the sweetest, great writer, great actress, and she heads the group, the loop group. But now Curb Your Enthusiasm is done. 12th season in the books starts February 4th on HBO. Everybody, I saw the trailer. Check that out. It's hilarious. Larry is at his best. So, uh, yeah, I did that, and, you know, I'm waiting to hear. Oh, uh, a low-budget movie wants me. Offer only, Fish. Offer only, which is I don't have to read. They saw my, uh, my, uh, my reel, um, my manager, uh, Laura Rosenstock. She got uh, that audition for me. Or not that audition, but the project. They wanted me and sent my uh, acting demo reel over. So we'll see what happens there. I just want to start acting again, get things going, you know, get back on, uh, you know, on the right track and just get the business back to what it was, it, you know, even before the strike, the business was, was not what it, what it used to be for me, you know? So, well, if you want to start acting, act like you want to be on a podcast and stop <laughs> thinking at your watch and your family and saying, when Grubs Hub's going to show up. Cause I got a great, I teach, I, I tease the show today about what we're watching on TV because I, I do a lot of I, I get I get weird like I if I'm not writing or doing something working out I'll see something and I'll I'll try and binge watch a lot but this is we're gonna segue from this. Do you ever see this movie? Do you ever see Bronx Tale? Oh, great movie, yeah. great movie. Yes, yeah. I did. Listen, kid, nobody cares. Worry about yourself, your family, and the people who are important to you. That's Sonny talking to Cologelo. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a great this line. is the 25-year anniversary of The Sopranos, and they're they're bl bl blasting it out on HBO, HBO Max, and uh, you've got to tell everyone out there, I know you've done it on past shows, because all they're doing is great testimonials and tributes to James Gandolfini. 
and start because my dog wants to go outside and she's jumping on the she's gonna knock she's gonna fall right by the window. Go talk about James Gandolfini, what he meant to you. James Gandolfini was such a special guy. Um I uh I was at an event, uh the Fox Awards, fans of X-rated entertainment. And I flew my buddies in for it. You know, all, all your famous, all your favorite porno stars, Jen and Jameson. This was, you know, many years ago. <coughs> and, and I was with my buddies. It was at the Mayan Theater downtown. And, you know, basically you just, you, you, you know, they, they give out awards for, uh, you know, the fans give out awards to their favorite performers. And um, I'm staying by the bar with my buddies. And I go, oh, my God, there's the guy from True Romance. And I go over to him. I go, how you doing? Uh, I'm Brad Grunberg, a.k.a. Snacks. I go, my buddies want to meet you. So he came over, the nicest guy in the world. And he, I so said, you know, in front of my buddies, I go, well, what's going on? What are you working on? He goes, I just did this pilot. I was so bad. I was too, you know, he's talking to his voice. You know, I, I was terrible. You know, so I go, well, what are you talking about? You never know. I mean, you know, in our business. Anything can happen at any time, right place, right time. And he goes, ah, I was so, I, I was in, it was an embarrassment. I go, hopefully something else will come, come my way. I go, listen, don't give up on that uh, pilot. It was the Sopranos. How great is that? He had, he had poo-pooed it and that made his career. And he was, hey, wait, wait, stop. I just got a text. Do you remember Ashley that was on our show with Jade, the bartender? Yeah. Oh, one of my favorite episodes. She just texted me. She just had her baby. All right. She just delivered her baby. God bless. Dalton oh. Lee, Burger, Ashley, Nicole Bean. Oh. Uh, I love her. I love her. Congratulations. Her, uh, her boyfriend. Congratulations, Ashley. She named the kid Dalton Lee. And when we named him Dalton, I said, boy, from, everyone said from Roadhouse? And you think about Patrick Swayze. Oh. Congratulations, Ashley. We work together at Chuck's. We're proud of you and Patrick yes. and May Dalton and your other son, Brayden, grow yes. up and have great long lives. And, and again, yes. congrats. Just happy. I guess I text on Martin. She said, picture the baby. So it's fantastic. I'm, right. I'm very happy. So breaking sorry. news. Break another breaking news. Yeah. That's and good. I'll tell the podcast. So, so um, nice. Uh, what, look, look at Jesse. Jesse's putting you in a movie. Look, look what he's trying to do. Hey, Erica. The name's Eric. Something just came to me. You know the show that comes on TV called Dish Nation? I think your show should be called Fish Nation. What do you think about that? We're fat fish. You know why? Because we're fat on life. Don't look at him. We're fat on life. It's nothing to do with anyone's physique. But I like the way you think. I like Je Jesse's an idea, man. I like that about him. Yeah, oh, he cool. is an idea, man. Fish so man. you knew Gandolfini. Well, um, the Soprano, I'm, I'm, I, a couple things I've watched. Let me see if you've seen him. I'm, you know. I know you kind of boycotted a lot of streaming stuff during the strike, but I'm a junkie for Netflix and and Apple and all that kind of crap. I saw Maestro, which is a movie about Leonard Bernstein oh. on Netflix that Bradley Cooper wrote, directed, Incredible. and acted in. Yeah, um, I thought the acting was better. I'll give you a little because we you and I could always do a little uh, you know critique, be a critic. His acting performance was un. It, it, I still, I, I, I go back and back. I didn't think the script was that great. I'm sorry. I mean, I just, that's me. I don't know what you're hearing about it, but he was phenomenal with performance. What kept you in the in, in watching? Yeah, no, he, listen, he, everything he does is fantastic. Phenomenal. He is a great guy. I met him on, um, my brother was on Alias. 
he you know he was the type of guy you know when you're a, a an actor a guest star or you know a semi-regular he was like he was a regular on alias and then jj abrams the brilliant jj abrams the sweetest guy in the world he said to bradley cooper I, i've run out of storylines for your character and he was like you know so grateful thank you so much i had the greatest time on the show and then all of a sudden he got hangover and the rest is history oh. so you never know how things work out in life you know and, and then uh, you find out and when you right, talk about the me. actors and stuff you know a lot of people that are assholes you said well when he okay. changed the fox commissary you were not you're not the biggest fan of Gary Hamlin and yeah Kevin my Klein. number one asshole is you yeah but i've never eaten a fox commissary i could have been an asshole too in the fox commissary but i would have tipped you so much because i over tipped Fuck yeah. it, he can be an asshole all he wants right <laughs> he threw yeah. 100 down for pastrami sandwich you <laughs> talked about kevin klein on the show you talked about harry hamlin but then you hear about the Bradley Coopers and the Brad Pitts oh. that are on the top of their game and they're such great people. And I look at a Bradley Cooper's IDMB with the Hangover franchise. I forgot that he was in uh, American Sniper. And the, and then oh. Silver Linings Playback was one of the greatest performances. Yes. Maestro. I'm missing a lot of stuff they did. Yeah, you know what yeah. he did? Did you ever see War Dogs with yeah. Jonah Hill and Miles Teller? The true story no. about the two Jewish kids to become big arms dealer? True story. He has a, a cameo in that and steals hands. a fucking movie. I'm telling you right now. You have a lot of time on your hands, Fish. No, I watched War Dogs years ago. Well, yeah, saying you see a lot of stuff. That's wonderful. No. Uh, there, yeah, Bradley, Bradley Cooper was in the actor's studio. I don't know if you ever saw it. Mr. Robert De Niro was on. And he, you know, the actors watch, you know, if you watch that show, it was phenomenal. And he asked Robert De Niro a question. And uh, he he was a student at the uh, you know the actor studio in New York, and uh, he's listen he did he he did he he was in the gym man as an actor he did what he had to do to become a phenomenal actor he learned the craft, and uh, he's also just he's just a sweet guy and he's just so humble another guy you know he, you know he's a guy who could sit with us in in chucks and just uh, you know chop it up. About life, well, his look, career, look about, yeah, just a big really sports fan, huge. Just like he's, in the, he's in the Eagles. Yo, he's in, big he'll, Philly. He'll be, yes, big Philly boy. Yeah, you yeah. picked Philly to beat. You did you pick? We both picked Philly to beat Tampa, I believe. Yes, I know. Correct. So he'll be he'll be with Jeffrey Lurie, the big Hollywood producer who owns the Eagles. He'll I guarantee he'll be in the booth, the right, box that they have oh, down in Tampa, and that that's great. I love I love watching that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I want to bounce around a little bit. Um. Is Draymond is Draymond Green suspension over with the Golden State Warriors because they uh, need him? <laughs> I think oh they do need him yeah, and he admitted he said I let my team down. Uh, I don't know which day he, which game he's coming back, but yeah, it's coming to the end. But Draymond has to control his temper. He's got to, he sure. he's you know, I'll tell you they signed him because he's great, and you know Steve Kerr wanted to keep him on the team, you know, and he signed a hundred million dollar contract. And how many games has he played? It's it's, it's ridiculous, but I love him. I, I love Draymond because he's crazy good. You know the people that are crazy that they're good. That's what he is. You know he's such a you know, okay. I'm a little crazy, uh, but he uh, what a defender, unbelievable. And you know he, I mean it's just him, KT, Steph. I mean all the and then all these new guys. You know they just got to gel. 
but they don't have they haven't had time to all play together you know and uh i still listen i haven't given up on my uh my dubs uh my you friend, know Jimmy, he always he always busts my balls because he's a he he loves the denver nuggets he 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 told me about the joker many years ago i go who is a slow white guy? joker yeah and and he turned out to be a world champion joker is unbelievable what a pass what i mean he can pass that ball man amazing player go back to acting because i get a lot of we get emails for the show and they talk about you know what's it like in the sets and stuff like that and maybe if we ever become big we could we could raffle off a day on the set with brad grumberg Okay, I would love that. That would be yeah. fantastic. But yeah. what I told you this on the phone we talked last week, and I mean it, and I'm going to segue it into Brad Cooper, Bradley Cooper. What makes an actor so great? What makes a Steve Carell or a John Candy or a Robin Williams or even a Will Ferrell the thing we do and you is when you see a comic guy do a dramatic role and fucking crush it. When you, I told you this, when you were on Shameless in that in that scene where you were a real dick. Demi Rossum's character. Got to go on. You can get on YouTube. Brad Grunberg on Shameless. It'll come up. He's in a restaurant with his with his wife, and he's a real dick to the waitress. And you don't know it's Brad. You look at him and say, you get into his character. He's a real cocksucker. He, what an asshole. And then, I'm not going to give away the scene. To see Bradley Cooper, a guy he's hangover. When you see a range in an actor, you got this is the question I'm going to get. And you see Cooper go from a guy in the hangover, Phil's character, just a fun-loving guy, to actually transforming where you think it's Leonard Bernstein. That that's the actual guy that he's playing. Is that something that's inherent in you as an actor, Brad? Or do you have to go to school for that and learn that? That's a really good question. I mean, I think I was born with being quick, a quick uh, off the cuff, you know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, that's why, you know, Larry David, you know, working on Curb, there's no script. It's all improv. And that's one of the things that I had early in my life when I was like five years old. I'd, you know, make, I always got in trouble with my teachers because I'd be making fun of my friends in the classroom, making fun of myself. So I think every actor or every performer has some God given gift. And that was mine. But to answer your question, uh, I did go to acting school. I went to Groundlings. But for me, being on a set was my greatest gift. I was a background artist for two years. And these are the shows that I worked on. Murder, She Wrote, Jessica Lansbury. I watched her every day, how she treated, how she treated the, the crew, how she treated other actors. She knew her lines and she knew the other actors' lines that she was performing with. Wow. She was one incredible woman. I wow. From her. And then here, how's this one? Charles in charge. Scott Bayo was my acting coach. I watched him. I was uh, I was uh, back when I was in the pizza parlor and I watched him and Willie Willie Ames. And I watched these guys and I'm like, wow. They, you know, Willie they, Ames. Willie Ames. And I watched these guys. They were so cool. They were so nice. But Scott Baio, the star of the show, again, so amazing to the crew. But he knew his lines, and he was just this, such a likable. Chachi Arcola, you know, from Happy Days. I mean, remember, oh, how's this? Bugsy Malone. How's that one for you, buddy? Remember him as the uh, the mobster, Bugsy Malone? And that, oh, 
he's a you know childhood uh, actor. So I learned I learned more being on a set because acting class is different than being on a set. So that, I hope that answers your question. Well, the question is, you, you're natural, and right, it might, and I'll bring it up. It runs in your blood. Trust me, you have people in your family that are great actors, and and it runs in your blood. And I just think if you have it, what an it factor that is. That's a huge it factor. It's the same thing when I hear. George Clooney compare himself to athletes? No, because this weekend when a guy throws an interception, he can't say cut. Let's do this over again. All right, but where but where they compare themselves to athletes? If you're a great actor or actress, you're a performer, and you have that it factor, you have it. Cooper, other great ones that they can tra- do any kind of role. That's your superstar athletes like Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant. You know they have it. They have something. LeBron James at 13 years old is 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 getting contracts because wow. This guy's going to be great. Tiger Woods. How old was Tiger Woods when he got his first contract? Oh, five. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, I have to say this. I'm very spiritual. I went to the University of Arizona, and my junior year. Sorry, kidding. Uh, but your son Max, he loves the U of A. Bear down, baby. And I was lucky because of my friend Mark Schiller. A movie came to campus called Revenge of the Nerds. And my friend Mark Schiller was going to Northwestern, and he, he read Variety, and he said, they're, 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 they're making a movie next, uh, you know, in the spring uh, at the university. I go, what? There's no way they're coming to this sleepy town to do a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So I wrote Peter McGregor Scott, the sweetest may change my life. He was the producer of the movie. Very sadly, he was killed in a car accident, a taxi accident in New York City. The most wonderful man. He uh, got my letter back then in the '80s. We uh, we wrote letters, and he uh, said, uh, "I got your letter really well written." I didn't write the letter, of course. My friend Mark did, and uh, and he said, "You know, when you get back uh, for the spring, look me up. I don't think you want to work on my film. You want to be in my film." So he had me read for a part, and it was just these me and my buddy from my fraternity, Taylor Samuels. We were just these goofy guys, the Plaid brothers. We told bad jokes and they threw shit at us, you know, in this, uh, remember the contest where the jocks dressed up like cheerleaders and then the nerds had the great, remember that great, uh, like, uh, like, what is it? Uh, what's that music? Uh, the Tronic, the electric Tronic. Yeah. They did. Timothy Busfield. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was great with it, with the violin. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, that was that was the reason I became an actor because I got my SAG card and I was eligible. So I got a job offer from Xerox to sell copy machines, went through the job placement program, got this job. I don't know if they have job placement programs in college anymore. And I was going to sell. And then all of a sudden on a Thursday, I was supposed to start in Irvine, California for training for two weeks. And I said on Thursday, I don't want to be a salesman. I'm not a nine to five guy. I want to be an actor. So I went to my grandma and I went to my parents and I said, guess what? I'm not going to take the job with Xerox. $21,000 a year, a car, health insurance. Hello. I don't have to live at home anymore. But I said that to my parents and my dad's like, what? You want to be an actor? Four years of college and you want to be an actor? I don't know how the hell I got through college. I'm telling you that, but I did. I got my, where's my diploma? It's somewhere around here, but I became an actor. 
You know why? Because I wanted to be happy. I didn't do it for my mom, my dad, even my grandma. I did something that I wanted to do. And if I failed, I failed. But at least I'd be you happy. Fail. No, but I'm just saying, I chose something that made me happy. And I'm, I'm not a millionaire, but I'm happy. I'm happy in life because I'm, I get up every, whenever I got to work, I'm the first one on the set. I get up, I would do it for free because I have so much fun. And that's what I want to tell our viewers and our listeners. Find something you love. The money will come. I have friends that are multimillionaires, and they say to me, you had guts to do what you wanted to do. I have a lot of money, but I'm miserable. I wanted to do this, but I did that. Yes, I became successful, but I'm, I'm not happy. I'm, money does not buy happiness. So You know, you brought revenge at a nerd. One of the classic comedies of all time. The greatest line, one of the greatest lines. You had Robert Carradine on a uh, podcast you did with Lauren Francesca, and I wanted to chime in and write something as I was watching it live, but the greatest line is when his character goes down on the head cheerleader girl that's married to the, that's the, you know, she's dating the big football star and they get up. She goes, Oh my God, you are so great. He goes, you know why? He goes, cause all jocks think about his sports and all nerds think about his sex. <laughs> that line. It was so great. Great line, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, Lewis. Um, Slotnick. That was his uh, character's name. Lewis Slotnick. Look at, look at it. Look at this. Timothy Busfield. Anthony Edwards is in that movie. Yep. Um, you know, oh, you talk about that. McGinley. If, if you've McGinley. never seen the movie, you're talking about the jocks versus the nerds in like a an Olympics. You remember the scene where they had the arm wrestling and Booker pulls his nose, pulls a Booker around. When they, did, yes. when they did that belching contest, and Booger. I know you worked with this guy because he's. I met this guy at Mom's Saloon. Donald Gibb played Ogre. Oh, what a great guy! What a the what best. a gentle giant. That yeah. belching contest with him. What's it with Curtis? Armstrong is the name oh, of the actor. Yeah. By the way, go back. Willie was Willie Ames in Eight Is Enough. That's where I know him from. Yes. By the okay. way, yeah, and and by the way, Curtis Armstrong has had some of the iconic roles. Remember, he was in Risky Business. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Joel, I want you to meet my cousin from Skokie. Uh, we want to get him laid. Um, and then he no, was in his, Revenge of the Nerds. He was in Moonlighting. I mean, Curtis Armstrong, one of the nicest guys. But I I saw, this is a great story about uh, Donald Gibb. So I saw him in an audition. So I went up to him, I go, I don't know if you remember me, but I was in the Nerds, remember I was one of the Pod Brothers. He goes, come here. He took me away from all the people, all the other actors, and he goes, that was the greatest night, that was the greatest gig of my life. Because they were movie stars on a college campus coming from hollywood let me tell you something they partied oh partied like rock stars they went to dirt bags every night that was their college bar they they did it up and he said Shh, don't tell my wife like oh let me tell you there's nothing i'm going to tell your wife but you were so good in that donald and he oh he's such a nice guy oh and ted mcginley he played Ted the quarterback. Oh, is he great? I, I, you know, I, I know his wife. I worked with uh, her, uh, Gigi. I worked with her on um, a couple of movies. She's great. But would but, you agree? Before we get out of here, get us out of here. Yeah. Would you agree that that movie like that? It's funny how many great movies came out. The two great comedies that came out in 1980 was that and Caddyshack. Don't oh. you love when a movie like those two? If a young person like my son watched it or your nephews, it still holds true. Don't you agree? 
stands the test of time. I, I yeah. tell people in my lift, I tell young people, you got to see Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You got to see um, uh, Stripes. You got to see um, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. They don't make oh. movies like that anymore. Comedies, great stuff. Oh, 48 Hours, Eddie Murphy. Oh, my God. I love it. You know, you uh, forgot one. Oh, uh, that, you, that you're associated with well, Blazing Plains. Saddles. What? Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Mel oh. Brooks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the producers. Mel Brooks. Oh, what a legend. He's 97 years old. Amazing. It's so great. I, I'm just telling you, the young people of today have to go back. 80s movies, some of the best movies. And they do stand the test of time. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So hang on a second. I want to, I want to, I want to, before we get out of here, I want sure, to do this again because I think it's important. Um, Nanny, I never met you, but I love you because you got me in, you know, you're it, some kind of symbiotic relationship. You put a, you put a, a great person and help mold this guy. So as we leave show number 44, am I get it right, Brad? Yes. I always fuck it up. Yes, um, sir. Thank you for being such a great influence in his life. And I'll go here too, because I never, I found this picture and I started crying. And thank you, you four. Uh, you had my dad, you had my mom. Yep. None of you are with us anymore, but mm -hmm. I hope that I could, can, I could bring on, and that young little guy in the back is my youngest brother, Bobby. I hope that we could bring on the legacy of the family and make you proud. Yes, I think we both are doing that. And we, you know, we both have big hearts. We like helping people. I think they're smiling in heaven right now. Delhi heaven, by the way. They're all at Delhi heaven. And my, my grandma just sent back her soup because it wasn't okay. hot enough. I, I, I have to do this again. It's going to piss you off. You hate when I do things again, yeah. but I just got a request for this. I've got 15 people say, you know what? Before you get out of here, show this. It's a blast from the past. All your favorite arcade games like Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, and Galaga. So polish up your old moves. You'll need them to survive the arcade classics. Now available in two-in-one game packs for Game Boy and Super Game Boy, baby. That's great, man. Thank you for doing it. It's a blast from the past. All your favorite arcade games like Asteroid. Oh, By the way, I, I want to end with this. It's a pea-sized amount of Lumi applied between your butt cheeks like this. I will demonstrate. Just kidding, I won't. Like this. We put Lumi to the test and compared it to a shower. 12 hours after a shower with soap and water, the average crotch has... My, we're having problems. I know. <laughs> Don't do anything else. Let me speak. Yeah. At the end of, uh, we bring Dave Linden in to, to close it out and to take us out. At the end of it, there's a laugh. That's my grandma's laugh. The cackle, we called it. And uh, thank you, Fish. I love you, buddy. Number love 44 in the books. Dave Linden, take us home. Wait a minute. We got your dancing twice. And we got a chick talking about smelly body parts. Why, why not? Let's go eat and shower, buddy. Let's do it. Dave, let You've been call, listening baby. to the Fat Fish Podcast, heard on all your favorite platforms. Until next time. <laughs> that was good. Oh my Love you, God. buddy. That was great. See you next week, everybody. I'm hungry. You <laughs>